You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about the tragedy that went down involving the three deceased Kansas City Chiefs fans that were found, well, they were found frozen and dead in the snow in the backyard of one of their friends' houses, and there has been a a boatload of speculation. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows if drugs is involved. Toxicology report is, well, I don't know when it's coming in. I mean, they had the guy on Fox News the other day, and he was like, we got a backlog, so we don't know. We got family members of the deceased coming out. They believe that the individual that hosted the party, a friend of these guys, Jordan Willis, that he knows more than he's letting on and that something sinister is taking place involving this. There's been a lot of comments on this. I did a video yesterday, girlfriend of David Harrington come out talking about how good of a guy he was. She made it very clear because people have speculated about drugs, at least when it comes to him, that he absolutely was no drug addict and that he did not believe in doing drugs. The word fentanyl has been brought up in all this as well. So let's get to this because Jordan Willis, we've got some details about where he is mentally in all of this and his family coming out slamming all the speculations. Now they're calling it wild speculations. The whole situation's wild though. That That's the thing, all right? Uh, it's so strange, so bizarre. Three people are found what looks like frozen to death in the backyard of somebody's house. And the individual that owns the home didn't realize, even though he was home, he says he didn't know they were out there. Yeah, it looks weird. It looks wild. It looks strange. It looks very bizarre indeed. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button. This is Fox News, an exclusive for them. Jordan Willis, the Chiefs fan whose three friends were found dead in his backyard earlier this month, is, quote, devastated by the loss of, loss of his pals and, quote, very depressed. As people speculate about the case, according to a source close to his family, not only is the whole country accusing him of murdering his friends without factual details, evidence, or any charges, at this time, but he also lost three close friends. The source, who spoke on the condition of anonymity, told Fox Nation in an exclusive interview Saturday. Now, I will say this. Let's say, let's say nothing sinister happened. And sure enough, for whatever reason, somehow they ended up in the backyard and then they did just freeze to death. If this guy is innocent... He's got to be devastated because one of the narratives out there was like this guy was sort of not part of the group or whatever. Well, there's there's comments in this that says, no, they've been friends for a very long time. So that's one of the narratives that's been out there that doesn't seem to be accurate. He didn't get to say goodbye or go to their funerals due to the circumstances of these wild speculations and accusations. 
No one seems to be willing to wait for the results of the toxicology report or wait for any other facts from the police department from a case that is still under investigation to make these wild speculations or just speculations. The bodies of Ricky Johnson, 38, Clayton McGinney, 36, and David Harrington, 37, were recovered outside of Willis, Willis's Kansas City home the evening of January 9. They were last seen alive inside the home at a watch party for a Chiefs game against the Chargers January 7th. There is something interesting in here. Now, it's kind of a good alibi if something sinister happened. But there is something odd if this guy had planned something uh, that will stick out, and we'll get to it in a second. The source said Willis's family learned three people died on his property when the local media contacted him. Wow. Initially, they said the family didn't know if Willis was among the fatalities. So the family is saying they thought he was one of the ones dead or could have been. The source also disputed claims that Willis told people his friends froze to death in the yard after police arrived at his home. Quote, what was missing from that story was context. He never once said his friends froze to death to anyone. All right, well, that flies in the face of what we've been hearing. The fiancé of one of the men who reportedly made attempts to reach Willis via phone and at his door broke in through the back of the property and called the police when she found the body of one of the victims. Willis's attorney, John Picanero, has said his client was asleep for, quote, a lot of the time period between allegedly escorting his friends out of his home and answering the door for the police after his friends' bodies were found behind his house around 8.51 January 9. Picaro amended earlier claims that Willis only received one Facebook message in that period in an interview with Chris Cuomo earlier this week. Why are we getting story changes? That's a problem. Saying his client had a phone app that blocked unrecognized numbers. Willis had several incoming but no outgoing text messages from concerned friends and family, Picaro said. He had not seen them. Willis had no idea his friends were on the property and needed help. The Kansas City P- Police Department has told Fox News Digital no foul play is suspected. Quote, this case is 100% not being investigated as a homicide. Johnson and Harrington's families have accused Willis of playing an active role in the death, citing discrepancies in the attorney's claims and his career as a scientist with the International AIDS Vaccine Initiative Neutralizing Antibody Center, Sheaf Lab. Quote, the mad scientist's agenda is absolutely ridiculous, the source close to Willis's family said. The fact that he is a scientist is irrelevant. What's probably important to note, maybe a reason why these families are saying they don't know Jordan. Jordan went to high school with several of these guys. After college, he spent cl- probably close to 10 years in Nashville and San Diego doing graduate and postdoctorate work. The source said he moved back to KC four or five years ago and at some point reconnected with his high school friends. Interesting. Okay, so they were friends in high school. His three deceased friends were at his house, quote, a lot, the source said, and the four were planning to go. This is what's interesting. The four were planning to go to the Chiefs game January 13 with tickets that Willis had bought. 
which quote wasn't the first game he had taken them all to uh, them to all season. So, and I have seen, I saw a picture in my, I may have used it in my thumbnail yesterday of David Harrington uh, saying that, uh, or it uh, was him at a Kansas City Chiefs game at Arrowhead. The source also addressed questions about the victim's family about how Willis could have stayed in the house for two days without letting his dogs go outside and without those dogs finding his friend's bodies. Willis had one dog and his father owns another dog. And it was typical for the dogs to spend the majority of the time at Willis's father's home, according to the source, who said his father is suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Willis's dog is, quote, somewhat of a therapy dog. For his father, the source said. The source confirmed that Willis had moved out of his home on Northwest 83rd Terrace in Kansas City, which had he had moved into about six months earlier to live closer to his father and help with his care. But that move out of Northwest 83rd Terrace took place after detectives completed the search of the home, the source said, and should not be interpreted as, quote, alarming or suspicious. Interesting. His house was all over the news, the source said. Multiple people driving by every day. People are threatening him on the Internet, and everyone knows where this house is, thanks to the news coverage. After police cleared the house, this story became public. Jordan moved out as his privacy and safety were at risk. He's still cooperating with police. The source characterized Willis as, quote, a good guy, quote, who loves his friends. The vitriol is awful, and I think people are afraid to speak up for him because of how vicious people are with these speculations. So there you have it. I mean, that's a lot from the Jordan Willis side after it seems like we hadn't really heard much of anything from them at all. There's been a lot from various people connected to the victims, but not from him. They're saying he moved out. Because when the house went public, it became, for lack of a better way of putting it, a shit show. Which, you know, I can see that in this day and time. Um, I still don't know what to believe, frankly. It just seems odd. I just don't know how you don't know your friends are back there. You know, it with, uh, it, it's just wild. But it's very interesting that he had bought tickets to go to a game after the fact with them. So it's like, did something, if something sinister had happened, was it very spur of the moment? You know, I none of this makes sense, which makes this very interesting, by the way. It does. Very interesting. And again, if this guy's innocent, then he's got to be going through hell. I mean, he does. Let's let's be honest, but nobody knows what to believe at all. Tell me in the comment section what you think this is going to continue to unravel and unfold. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.